Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's all about the players, especially in situational football. Which players are we targeting on third and three to six? You know, is our slot, is it our X receiver? Maybe it's our running back out on an option route. Whatever those are, we're going to carry our six to eight best drop back passes. And that's concepts don't change week to week. We're going to formation them differently. We're going to motion to them differently. But at the end of the day, our quarterback feels very comfortable in a concept. He understands it. Well, let's go do it two different ways. Today's episode is a segment from the Lawrence First and Goal Clinic from Andrew Dressner, offensive coordinator at Stony Brook on third down strategy. In this segment, he discusses the importance of understanding how many calls you need per game based on the previous season's data. This allows you to prepare the right amount of plays and practice them enough so that they are executed well on game day and you keep the chains moving. What he discussed in this segment provides a template for third down strategy. For Coach Dressner, the plan always starts with personnel. And that will certainly come through as he shares his thoughts. Now is a good time to start thinking about how you will approach third down in the upcoming season. Having a methodical approach allows you to really define what your players do best, how you will dress it up, exploiting matchups, and ultimately setting up your team for success. The link to this entire talk, as well as Coach Dressner's previous Lawrence First and Goal presentation on developing a freshman quarterback, are in the show notes. If you are interested in a defensive approach to third down, we linked an episode with Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator at East Carolina, on winning the money down in the show notes as well. Here's Coach Dressner on third down strategy. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 
to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. Appreciate the opportunity to uh, speak at this clinic. This will be my second year speaking. It's an honor to be speaking for, for such a great cause. I wanted to start a little bit with, with my background, and then we'll move into our topic for the day. I spent a lot of time in the Northeast. I started my career after I got done playing at Union College. I spent two years at Union. From there, I moved to WPI in Massachusetts, where I coached the quarterbacks. From there, I spent four years at Merrimack College coaching the quarterbacks as well as coordinating the passing game. From there, I took an offensive coordinator job at, at Pace University in New York. And I've spent the last five years in the CAA conference as a member of the staff at the University of Maine in the last four seasons as the offensive coordinator. I recently got down to Stony Brook University about six weeks ago. So just talking a little bit about third down, two most important things for me on third down are making sure we include progression reads for the quarterback and making sure we stress the importance of getting through our progressions on third down. It's not going to be a a one-stop shop. We're going one side of the field and we're going to our single receiver matchup or, you know, we're going to our field one-on-one. You know, we need to design our third down pass game to make sure that it includes full field progressions, you know, and really emphasize the importance of staying in the pocket, going through our reads, hanging in there tough and making sure we get completions on third down. And lastly, maybe most importantly, is I'm always preaching ball security. We're not taking a, a bombs away here on third down. We're being very methodical about our approach and game plan, and we're promoting completions, and we're promoting yards after the catch. So keeping the ball within our possession, making sure we give ourselves the best chance to convert on third down, and then from there, it is what it is. You know, if we don't get it, we don't get it, but, you know, we have an opportunity to kick it and let our defense take over. Just a couple of things from last year, something that we were able to do at the University of Maine. We were the number one third down offense in the CAA. We converted at 48%, and that was 43% overall, include some of the out-of-conference games. Over the past two seasons, no FCS team has turned it over less than we did at the University of Maine. So, you know, really those two most important things that I talked about as being our goals, um, we were able to achieve those for the past couple of seasons at the University of Maine. Just a couple things to strategy, and, and I think the big thing for us on third down is going to be really taking a look at ourselves and seeing within a self-scout how many opportunities do we actually have in these situations and making sure we're practicing the right stuff on third down. So we'll start every week when it becomes third down day, which typically that's a Wednesday for us here at Stony Brook when we're starting to work on situational football during the season. We need to find our our tendencies that we're looking at. And I think every defense is a little bit different in terms of when they go to maybe a third and short situation or or how they handle third and long and third and extra long. I think, you know, there's very specific tendencies that do come up when you're breaking down an opponent. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, 
digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Rays has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalrays.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com slash demo and mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. What I've included here are the typical down and distances that we get into on third down where we feel like we need to create a plan and have an attack plan in these down and distances because these are where the defense changes personnel or they have a high coverage tendency on third and three to six or a very high pressure tell on third and seven and nine. And this is where we typically marked our line of demarcation on third down is has involved these four situations. So to kind of go through them one by one, and really what we're going to focus on today is, is third and medium. We averaged third and medium last year. That was our number one third down, you know, essentially to go third and 6.2 yards was, was where we average. And trying to keep that in the third and medium means we're doing what we're supposed to do on third and short, and what we're doing on first and second down as well. So third and one to two, we averaged 1.7 times a game and third and one to two. So we felt, in my opinion, we needed to have in practice three to four plays for that week that would make it to the call sheet where we felt like, again, in this situation, we're going to encounter this one to two times a game. This needs to be our best stuff. And for me, in our offense, it's going to be a version of a wildcat formation, a situation where we can keep our quarterback on the field, get ourselves in 12 personnel, get two tight ends on the field and run two to three run plays out of that formation where we are keeping our quarterback on the field. So we're not getting a a mega pressure situation by the defense, but we're also getting our best player, his hands on the football in the backfield, whether it be a power or a counter or even an outside zone type of play where, you know, we're getting our guy out in space and we could take advantage of formationally, maybe something the defense has given us quarterback sneak. We did a study two years ago, a quarterback that's six foot two in length or taller is converting third and one or, or less at a, almost a hundred percent clip. And I think we see that now we saw it with the Philadelphia Eagles and, you know, in the NFL, they're really taking advantage of that one yard and less situation, but that situation is always going to come up and we're going to be ready formationally for a quarterback sneak. We're going to have our best tempo options. Maybe we get into a second down and eight, we get all the way down to third and two. Uh, we have a nice second down play. Well, we're going to have one or two tempo plays. Maybe we feel like during that week that we're going to practice that gets us into a call very fast. Take advantage of a misalignment by the defense. Third and three to six, we'll typically carry 10 to 12 plays on a call sheet. And these are going to include our best drop back pass. The best plays that we 
think we have throughout the year, throughout the offseason, it's all about the players, especially in situational football. You know, which players are we targeting on third and three to six? You know, is our slot, is it our X receiver? You know, maybe it's our, our running back out on an option route. Whatever those are, we're going to carry our six to eight best drop back passes. And that's concepts don't change week to week. We're going to formation them differently. We're going to motion to them differently. But at the end of the day, our quarterback feels very comfortable in a concept. He understands it. Well, let's go do it two different ways. We'll carry our two best spread run game on third and three to six. That's our trips, flex formations, our tight end nub trips formations where we can really spread the defense out, clear the picture for our offensive line and get ourselves into a spread run where we feel like we can out leverage the defense. We have great angles and maybe our running back is again, shown that he can get the job done in, in that situation. So we want to put him in that play scheme to give him an opportunity on third down. We'll have some quick screens on third and six, one to two. And ultimately it's centered around our yak plays you know, just because it's third and six, we can throw a four-yard play, anticipating our player to get some yards after catch because we can create that space for him by the formation or by the scheme. Third and seven and nine, our third and long, third down will carry. We, we were only in six of those last year, 5.5 on average. So, you know, we want to make sure that we are practicing our best third and long plays, but we're not over scheming ourselves, and we're not overthinking it where we're going to carry 15 plays on third and seven and nine. If you're in third and seven and nine, 15 times, you're not having a great day offensively. So we're going to carry our best eight plays and we're going to look for carryover. Maybe we have a couple great drop packs on third and three to six that we feel like really fit the defensive scheme on third and eight. Well, I have no problem in maneuvering that call down the call sheet. Maybe it's not our first third and seven and nine call, but it's a call that if you know we really like it on third and medium, we're not going to get to it. Let's make sure we practice it in that situation throughout the week. And let's call that on third and seven and nine. Like I said, progression reads, giving our quarterback an opportunity to, to take a levels concept or to take a verticals concept where he can work his way back down to a check down. It's not one stop shop where we're taking a one on one and good luck. No, we're going to work progression like reads third and seven and nine really like zone man directional reads where we have a zone side and a man side whatever our best zone progression is, if it's a levels concept and we like a slant shoot on the other side of the field, great. It gives a quarterback an opportunity to make his read pre-snap and to work that concept. This has typically been our higher pressure down that I've seen over the last four or five years. So to give the quarterback an opportunity to get the ball out of his hands quickly, even on a third and seven and nine situation, I think has worked well for us. And ultimately, isolations, even in these deep zone coverages that you might see on a third and long that we're getting, we're still isolating. They're still giving us single receiver one-on-ones or single receiver to the field one-on-ones or, or matchups in the slot one-on-one. And I think it's okay to scheme two to three of those isolation type plays where you are targeting, there is an object receiver that you're targeting and you can know pre-snap hey, if that's the one-on-one, we are going to take the one-on-one because that's our best matchup. Third and 10 plus, average 3.2 of these last year. So making sure we carry four to five on third down. Love quarterback draw in this scenario. Give our quarterback an opportunity to stress out a defense with his legs. Switch routes, man or zone gives us opportunities to take advantage of eyes by the secondary. Create 
leverage in zones, create separation in man-to-man coverage? Or what are our best zone progressions to get through an entire one to two to three read by the quarterback? Potentially a gadget play, always like one on third and 10 plus, you know, whether it be a little bit of a throwback, an opportunity for us to take advantage of something underneath, create some misdirection to give ourselves an opportunity to convert in a situation that really the, the odds are stacked against you. If you are given access by the by the defense, that's rule number one in our quarterback room is if there's access, if the defense is promoting that throw based off of a rotation or or off of a cushion corner or a safety, man, we're going to find a way to take that. That's football one-on-one. They're going to still give it to you on third and 10. Let's find a way to go take it. And, and again, we're going to be able to carry over some of our best spread run game in that situation as well. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here are our winning edge takeaways and ideas for implementation. One, understand your third down needs. You want to find the sweet spot and the number of calls you plan in practice because winning third down always comes down to execution. Coach Dressner studied a previous season to know how many times each third down situation came up in the course of a game and planned the correct number of calls accordingly. This is something Brian Billick detailed in his book, Developing an Offensive Game Plan. Two, build the plan around what your players do best. Third down certainly doesn't change the idea that you want to get the ball to your best players. As Coach Dressner mentioned, it can be anything from object reads in identified one-on-one matchups or getting the ball underneath to a player in space to let him get it with his legs. Depending on what kind of offense you run, this may even be something from the run game utilized in situations where many teams wouldn't. I can think back to when we played a wing T team and their go-to third and medium and even long call was a counter crisscross. It worked well and you could tell they practiced it a ton. The other aspect of this is developing the quarterback to have a read progression on third down. Ultimately, teaching him to get the ball to the right place based on progression will help the consistency in third down execution. Three, carryover is the key. This means both carrying over concepts week to week as well as carrying concepts across different third down categories. The old saying, repetition is the mother of learning, holds true here. When the plan is installed in camp and the players get to rep it over and over, They will fine-tune the little things and be able to execute in these critical situations. You give players more reps when the concept carries over week to week with some window dressing, as well as when you are able to develop concepts that work across multiple third-down categories. Be sure to go to coachingcoordinator.com for enhanced show notes with links to related episodes and resources like Coach Dressner's on third-down strategy. In addition, we have articles with our winning edge takeaways detailed in text. Also sign up for our free weekly tip sheet, which highlights the best ideas from the previous week, trending episodes, and featured resources. Follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.